Welcome to Practical Rambling Fathers. This is Father Brian Mulligan. And this is Father Tate. Thank you so much for joining us for this podcast. Today we're going to talk about, as promised, the Ten Commandments, Thou Shalt Not To, I Would Never. Trying to rephrase the Ten Commandments in a way, uh, in our minds, of saying, uh, not only I shouldn't because God doesn't want me to, but I don't want to um, because God doesn't want me to. So, we're going to go through the first three commandments here, and these are from the uh, the traditional catechetical formula from the uh, Catechism of the Catholic Church. Um, number one being, I am the Lord your God, you shall have not have, uh, sh- have strange gods before me. Number two, uh, you shall not take the Lord your God the name of the Lord your God in vain. And number three, remember to keep holy the Lord's day. Beautiful. So the first one, thou shalt not have any other gods before me. Before we even begin talking about it, you met, always imagine yourself, right? If you're married, you have a significant other, right? if you have a good friend, or you have a girlfriend, boyfriend, right? Think about a significant other. This will help you kind of understand why we're changing the, the phrase from thou shalt not to I will never. If you're in that deep of a relationship with someone else, and you're investing your time with them, you've been through a lot with that person, and you love them, and so you love them so much because of that suffering that you share with each other, the shared experiences, you come to a point where you realize, I love them too much and I don't want them to add more injury you know to the pain I don't want to add more suffering to what they've already had enough on their plate I just want to love them and help them become holy and make their life a whole lot easier in the same way God's asking to do for us the same thing he loves us so much that he wants us to be his number one priority and he asks that we in turn make him our number one priority because for God relationship is so much key it's everything. You look at all the covenants, that's what he does. He make, When he makes a covenant, he makes a promising, I love you. These are the things I will give to you. I just ask that you, that you love me in return. So with the first commandment, thou should not have other gods, we have to really ask ourselves, right? Look at, look at the things that God has given to me. A wonderful spouse, wonderful friends, beautiful family of network and support that I know that I'm loved. It's just not because God has told me that he's loved me, but all the things around me are his gifts that show to me and remind me and persuade me, convince me, convict me that God is indeed loving me, right? The gifts of the sacraments, our sins are washed away by baptism. We're made new in the image and likeness of God. Our sins are forgiven through the sacrament of reconciliation. We receive Jesus In the most intimate way, more than angels, that's how much God loves us. The blessings from that sacrament. And of course, we're strengthened by the Holy Spirit. We're never left alone as orphans. That's God's way of loving us, saying, I'll be with you for all eternity. And of course, if we're married, or if if we're religious, like sisters, brothers, or priests, deacons, and also as well as um, you know, um, for those who are single life, right? All these together, we can draw graces upon these sacraments, and God says, I will be with you each step of the way. And so, as you're looking at this commandment, and you, if, if you're in a relationship with God, you love Him, 
This is not done about obligations because I have seen and I, I have believed, and these are the wonderful graces and gifts that God has given to me. So I want to return uh, that love with a grateful heart. Right. Another sense of that is um, what other strange God, what other strange God, no strange God has ever sent his son to redeem us, to promise us eternal life. Um, no other God has created a universe in which for us to live. No other right. God has given us a church in which to receive his grace and his love and his sacraments. No other God has suffered death on a cross, um, joined our agony willingly, um, died and rose and conquered sin and death uh, so that we can conquer sin and death or he can conquer it in us. And so there's this real sense of, um, yeah, you know what? I don't want to put any other gods before that God because God himself did all that for me <laughs> in the first place. Which kind of takes me to number two. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Um, you know, we hear this confessed every once in a while as priests. And, you know, my big advice is, you know, we're puny humans. We literally do nothing uh, compared to what God is doing in creating the universe at each and every moment. And so, like, how am I even to know the name of God, right? Yahweh, like, what is that? Like, I don't think we, we've totally lost a sense of reverence for names in the first place because most of us don't even call each other by our first name. We call them nicknames, right? Nicknames is how we refer to each other. And so, but there's a real power in knowing somebody's name because you can call them out and you can name them. We had a, we had a, a sister at one point in our formation that said, uh, you know, it's really important to know people's names because that person is the one that needs to hear their name um, because we all um, need to hear our own names. And so it's important to know each other's names. But the fact that God would share his name with us, I am who am, uh, which is way greater than any of our imaginations can even get to. That's above anything. And so just that sense that the Lord has called us to know his name, um, but to use it reverently, to use it um, in a way that is thoughtful, um, in a way that is prayerful. And so it's just a privilege. And so why would I want to use his name in a vain attitude? Um, I don't because his name is above every other name. He's the one that came. He's the one that saved us. He's the one that's calling us to eternal life. So, Father Tay, you want to take number three, remember to keep holy the Lord's day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we don't think of worship as a way to say to, to someone, I love you, or I want to spend time with you, right? Because we, we often view worship as that kind of obligation or duty. But no, if God and his name is so wonderful and he sent his only son to die for love of us, shouldn't we give him the best time of our own lives, right? You know, th- think, you know think about like, you know, th- those times where you, you're so excited to visit your friend you haven't seen for a long time, right? That you always want to spend time with them. And you always give them the best of your time. No matter how busy you got, you fit time in. Right? God is the same way. He's always waiting for us. He makes himself readily available to us. 
Well, when we had a hard time connecting with God, what did God do? He sent His Son, who became one of us, so that so that He's able to um, break through those barriers and cross into our hearts. And so, for us, we dedicate an hour on Sunday to really reflect back on our whole week and saying, "Thank you, God, for giving me a wonderful week. Thank you, God, for the graces that has occurred. And today, I'm here." Today, it's all about you, God. I want to praise you. I want to love you. I want to show you how much I love you. Because I want to, not because I have to. I'm here out of my own free will. Because I want to love you even more. And beyond that, you know, um, God rested on the Sabbath. God rested on the seventh day. He said that it was good. He created women and said that it was very good. And so creation is very good. And so the Lord himself rested. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's the mystery, especially as Americans, we don't get this at all. <laughs> Europeans yes. sort of get the whole entire, let's just take the entire month of August and go on vacation. But the sense of leisure and how good leisure is and rest is... Um, we, we, we are human beings, not human doers first and foremost. And so the sense that God himself who created the universe and continually does took a day off. Mm. Makes you wonder going, okay, all right, I've done enough. You know, for all that we do in any given day of any work, it's not that. It's nowhere near that, actually. It's very minuscule. Um, And so, can I just take a chill pill? Can I just call myself to say, Lord, you're resting. What does that mean? How do I rest? How do I take leisure? How do I have a sense of the goodness of my own life, the goodness that you have around me? How do I take stock of that? for the up-and-coming week um, so that I don't go through the week not recognizing your graces and your love and your sense because we get rocked off. That's why Wednesday is called Hump Day because we get rocked by Wednesday, which Mm -hmm. is really pathetic as humans because it's like that's only three days later, but whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. That sense of continually going back to the Lord. Um but to keep his day holy, to keep it separated, to do something that says, okay, this is family and this is faith and this is friends on this day. Um, and whatever work I thought I had to do, well, maybe I just need to learn how to rest and realize the Lord's how much the Lord's doing for me instead of how much I think I have to do for myself. Um, and, and then in doing something, co-creating with God. Um, being with God uh, in that in that love in that faith and in that hope so alright Father Tay anything else um I just I, I was like I was just like encourage you about sisters to always think about the blessings and the graces that God has given to you if we don't think about that then we're not going it'd be hard to have a grateful heart and so the Ten Commandments always be kind of heavy and burdensome Versus kind of, I fall in love with God. I I don't understand who he is totally, but yet I continue to love him and I'm interested. I'm always intrigued by him. And so because of that love, I would never want to do anything 
that would get in the way of our relationship with each other. Right, and I don't know if I want to put it as that much of a guilt trip, but the sense that God has already loved us all the mm-hmm. way through mm-hmm. gives us the grace to do this for him to live in us. And St. Paul even gets in that, right? I have been crucified in the Lord, and it's no longer mm-hmm. I who live, uh, but the Lord lives in me. And so how do mm-hmm. we make that happen in our in our own discipleship with the Lord? Um. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, this is the best, coolest thing. I didn't tell you this, Father Tay, but guess what? What? We got somebody to download up in Alaska. That's awesome. Yeah. So now we're going after Hawaii. So anyone know who anyone in Hawaii have them uh, download? Please. But we got one download in Alaska, which is just awesome. Um, yes. And then what's the other one that was really cool? Somebody downloaded ours down in South Africa. Ooh. We have three in Germany, one in the United Kingdom, six in Ireland, and uh, Canada. It's no longer our Ontario folk. It's uh, our British Columbia. We had one downloaded in British Columbia. So, so that's that's the exciting uh, quarantine challenge here. Uh, nice. Trying to get, uh, I guess, Hawaii left. And then... We have a lot of the East Coast, kind of, but uh, we'll get Hawaii, and then we'll go after that. We'll try to get some other states. Oregon, Ohio, Montana, Colorado, Utah, Nevada, New Mexico, anything north of Texas, all the way up to North Dakota, Arkansas, yeah, are all the ones that we need still, so. All right. Father Day, you want to lead us out of here? Sure. And in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, Holy Father, for this beautiful time, this podcast. We ask you to continue to bless us. And as we give our hearts to you, help us to always look at the wonderful things you've given to us. We ask us all through your Son's name, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you for joining us on a wonderful episode of the Practical Fathers. Peace. All right, we'll catch you next week with the next three commandments. Have a nice... Oh, we'll catch you on Wednesday first. All right, sounds good. Stay holy, my friends. Bye.